once again, and welcome to Be Boomer Unleashed, episode 110. Just Good News, journal entry number 8. I'm Jerry Lake, the Unleashed Baby Boomer, and I'll be your host for today's episode and all the episodes of Be Boomer Unleashed. But before we get into today's episode, let me remind you, as I always do, where you can find our podcast. You can always find us at bboomerunleashed.podbean.com. And if you follow that podcast there, you'll get a notification every time we post a new episode. You can find us on iTunes and Google Play at Be Boomer Unleashed, on iHeartRadio at b.boomerunleashed, and you can find our link on Facebook, Spotify, and Instagram at Be Boomer Unleashed, and on Twitter at Be Boomer Unleash One. And as always, we encourage you to drop us an email at bboomerunleashed at gmail.com. Once again, that's bboomerunleashed at gmail.com. Give us your comments, your criticisms, your suggestions. Uh, ideas for future episodes. And if you have a good news story you'd like to share, then we encourage you to tell us about that. Or if you have a friend who has a story that they should be sharing, we ask that you uh, encourage them to contact us and we'll do our best to get you or your friend on the Be Boomer Unleashed podcast. Well, episode 110, Just Good News, journal entry number eight, we have been... uh, really kind of sequestered here this last week. We've uh, been on the uh, receiving end of an ice storm all over West Virginia and the uh, surrounding area, and our power has been off since uh, Monday. Just came back on uh, Friday uh, Friday evening, and so we were without power all that time, and so we didn't get to interview anyone this week, but we got a chance to do a lot of reading and studying and sitting around covered up with blankets trying to keep from freezing to death. And it's been quite a uh, quite an adventure this past week, and some folks still don't have power. Some folks still don't have their power restored yet. So say a prayer for those folks that they'll get their power back on. This week I thought, well, what kind of a good news story am I going to share? I haven't been able to interview anyone this week, haven't been able to really... Uh, research a story. And in my reading this week, I came across a great good news story that I've heard many times before, and I'm sure you have too, but it comes from the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John in the New Testament, and if you'd want to uh, go there, uh, follow along with me, we're in John chapter 11. Now, I'll be reading from the King James Version of the Bible because that's my favorite version. If you have another favorite, then just follow along in that. But uh, we kind of like the King James Version, and we're going to share the story from that. John chapter 11. We're going to hear a story of a guy who died and lives again. John chapter 11. Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany the town of Mary, and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. So Mary was a devout follower of Jesus, and so was her sister Martha and her brother Lazarus. But her brother was sick. It's not just... This was not just a stranger we're talking about. Somebody says, hey, Jesus got a sick guy over here. Come and heal him. 
Now, this was a close friend, almost like family, but a very close friend. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of Man might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. He loved them all. The Bible tells us that he did. But when he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. So here are personal friends of Jesus saying, Hey, Jesus, come over. Lazarus is sick. Your old buddy Lazarus, we know you love him and he's sick. And Jesus reacted by staying two days in the same place he was before heading on over to check on Lazarus. Then after that, saith he to his disciples, let us go into Judea again. His disciples said unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. In other words, he said, Okay, Lazarus is sleeping, but we're going to go. You know, that'll make you happy. That's what we're going to do. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death. But they thought that he had spoken of taking a rest in sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there to the intent you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, Let us also go that we may die with him. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about 15 furlongs off, and many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. In other words, what's up with you, Jesus? If you'd been here, Lazarus wouldn't have died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. And Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? 
She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had so said, she went her way and called Mary her sister, secretly saying, The Master is come and calleth for thee. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews, then which were with her in the house, and comforted her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was, and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping which came with her, he groaned in his spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Jesus was 100% God and he was 100% man. I think he was weeping over Lazarus, although he knew Lazarus would live again, but I think he was also weeping because of the unbelief that uh, he was in control. And the folks there were just saying, wow, Jesus, if you'd have been here, he wouldn't have died. You know, my goodness, he'd been dead four days. But the Jews saw this, and they said, behold how he loved him. And some of them said, could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? Jesus, therefore, again, groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay on it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he's been dead four days. See, they didn't embalm bodies back then. They anointed them with spices, and they wrapped them in a grave cloth and put them away. But through the decaying process, if you've ever come upon a dead animal or even a dead human that's been dead for a few days, they're right. He stinks. So not only was Lazarus just dead, but he had been dead long enough to start decaying and rotting, and he was uh, stinking by this time. Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. In other words, Jesus didn't have to know that it was God that sent him. He knew God sent him there. 
But he wanted these onlookers, these spectators, if you will, to know why he was there, because God sent him. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Wow. Lazarus, come forth. Why do you think he called Lazarus by name? Well, I'll tell you why, I think. If he had just said, come forth, every person that had ever died would have come forth. So he had to be specific here. He said, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin, Jesus saith unto them, Loose him and let him go. Here come Lazarus hopping out of there, wrapped up like a mummy. And I am i don't know about you, but had I been standing by, might have spooked me out a little bit, might have creeped me out. Here comes this guy that's been dead for four days, and he's hopping out of the grave in his grave clothes. And Jesus said, Loose him. Let him go. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did believed on him. Believed on him. But some of them went their ways to the Pharisees and told them what things Jesus had done. You've always got these naysayers. You've always got these little rats and snitches. They're telling on Jesus for what he did. And they went to the Pharisees and they said, well, look here what Jesus has done. He's raised this guy from the dead, making you guys look bad. Then gathered the chief priests and the Pharisees a council and said, what do we do? What do we? we? For this man doeth many miracles. If we let him thus alone, all men will believe on him, and the Romans shall come and take away both our place and the nation. In other words, we can't let this guy go on. If he keeps performing these miracles, people are going to follow him instead of us, and we're going to lose our big place here. We're going to lose our prestige. We're going to lose our status. They're going to take away our place and nation. And one of them, named Caiaphas, being the high priest that same year, said unto them, Ye know nothing at all. Nor consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people and that the whole nation perish not. And this spake he not of himself, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for the nation. And not for that nation only, but that also he should gather together in one the children of God that were scattered abroad. Then from that day forth they took counsel together for to put him to death. Jesus therefore walked no more openly among the Jews, but went thence into a country near to the wilderness, into a city called Ephraim, and there continued with his disciples. And the Jews' Passover was nigh at hand, and many went out of the country up to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. Then sought they for Jesus, and spake among themselves as they stood in the temple, What think ye, that he will not come to the feast? 
Now both the chief priests and the Pharisees had given a commandment that if any man knew where he were, he should show it that they might take him. Lots of people trying to take Jesus today. Lots of people trying to take Jesus out of everyday life. They think they've taken him out of schools. They think they've taken him out of government buildings. They've taken him out of the government. They've taken him out of uh, everyday life. They've tried to take him out of the families. My goodness, you don't want to be a Christian. People will say you're a whack job. They'll, They'll say you're nuts. They'll say you're one of those religious fanatics. You can't do that. That can't be good. They've taken him out of uh, anything that's uh, decent on TV. Any decent show can't last on TV if there's not sex and um, greed and murder and envy and all that stuff. That show is probably not going to make it. You know, people don't watch good, wholesome things today on TV. So they've tried to take Jesus out. They know that Jesus is a miracle worker. Many people know that Jesus is the Son of God. Many people know and understand that he is in control. But nobody, very few people, want to be controlled by Jesus. Only the faithful few. Only those of you who call yourselves children of God, those who have received Jesus as their personal Savior. Only you, only you, are the ones who um, enjoy the fact that Jesus is in control. Everybody else wants to be large and in charge. They want to be in control. They don't want to be uh, uh, you know, left in the dust by somebody called Jesus. So they've tried to blot him out, and they've tried to blot Jesus out ever since Jesus was born in a manger in Bethlehem. Well, next week, we might pick up a discussion here. And so you might be saying to yourself, well, Jerry, what in the world does this story have to do about anything in 2021? Well, stand by, listen to this, read that passage of Scripture, John 11, sit down and read it, digest it. And next week, we're going to connect the dots. Okay? We're going to do that next week here on Be Boomer Unleashed. Well, it's been great to be with you today. My, my, uh, not a real long episode today, but I think I've said everything that I need to say. The story speaks for itself, and we look forward to uh, connecting the dots to 2021 next week here on Be Boomer Unleashed. Well, it's been great to be with you. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope uh, those of you who have been without power, your power's restored, and and you've got your lights and your heat on and everything. Boy, was it bitter cold, and I've never seen ice cling on stuff as long as it did here in Barbersville, West Virginia. And I hope in your neck of the woods things are a little bit better. And uh, if you're still without power, I hope it comes back real, real soon. Well, listen, uh, you all take care of yourselves. Like I say, if you're still without power, just stay warm, stay safe. Uh, We look forward to seeing you for our next episode. But until then, have a great week, 
And may God bless each and every one of you. Goodbye. Goodbye.